Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. We've got something a little bit different and special for you guys this evening. Recently, I had the opportunity to speak at church basement events over in Tennessee, and uh, we were able to get that on video. So we're going to be broadcasting that to you today. So uh, stick around. I think you're going to like it. Howdy, y'all. Hey. Appreciate y'all having me all the way from Hendersonville. It was a little bit of a drive, but it was a beautiful one. If y'all head that way, you know. But uh, guys, we're going to open up a little bit different than uh, maybe you've ever done before. We're going to take a minute. We're just going to privately, where you're at, bow your head. We're going to repent of our sins personally before God and have a confession time because we need to clear the slate of anything we walked in with before we start getting in with him and worship him in here in a minute. So take a minute, bow your heads, confess to him what you need to do business about, Repent, and then we'll get started. Just take a minute. Heavenly Father, we just uh, come before you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity to gather together. Thank you for your beautiful creation that we're able to enjoy this evening. Just ask that uh, as we spend some time together, Lord, that you prepare our hearts, you prepare our minds, and that you open up our ears so that we can listen and hear directly from you, Lord. Um, Heavenly Father, I, I lift myself up to you. Just let me be a mouthpiece. Get... Uh, anything out of my mind or out of my way to get out of the way for these good people so they can hear directly from you. Lord, just uh, come to you as broken people. Come before you as people that are humble. We come before you as people that love you. This side of heaven, we're never going to be perfect, and that's okay, Lord. But we're being sanctified even when it's tough. We thank you for that. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray these things. Amen. All right, guys. So, um, I thought I was going to come out here and talk to y'all about being on fire for God, but uh, had that uh, little talk all pretty much polished up, ready to go, and uh, was going to put some final crossing the T's, dot and I's this morning. Holy Spirit changed it. We're talking about hope tonight. So hope y'all want to talk about a little bit of hope because that's where we're going. But um, kind of uh, the thing that we need to think about when we're talking about hope is, I mean, don't we all agree? It kind of feels like we're at a place in time where we need it more than ever. We just see people struggling around us. We're struggling. Things are hard. And it's important to look to the perfecter of our faith, God. And the way that we can get hope is know his identity, know who he is, who he says he is. And I just want to read through a few names that he has for himself. El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty, that talks to his power. He's omnipotent. He can step into any of our circumstances at any time and turn it around for his good and for his glory. It doesn't matter what we're going through. He's got the power and capability 
to change things in a mighty way. Adonai means Lord and master. He has purchased us. He is our master. He loves us. He takes care of us. He provides for us. Jehovah Rapha. Somebody needs to hear this. That means the Lord heals. Jehovah Rapha. The next time you're going through a hard time, you've got an illness, you've got something that's just eating at you. Maybe it's even depression or anxiety or stress or something. It's just getting after you. Pray his name over that and he will come and intercede for you. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides. Some of us are going through, I'll speak for myself, I'm going through a hard financial time. It's okay. The Lord provides. I got a shirt on my back. I drove a truck up here. My family's at home in bed. We're all good. It's all good. The Lord provides. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Shalom. That's a good one. Lord of peace. We need a little peace. I think we need a little peace. When you're going through those really dark, dark times and things are really, really not looking good, things aren't going your way, you're just having a really hard road to hoe. Pray, shalom, peace. God will come. He will show up. He will give you peace, supernatural peace that will pass understanding. You won't understand how things happen, but they'll unfold in his timing and in his way, and peace will come. Jesus is on the way. Holy, 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 the thrice holy God. You know why it says it three times? Because he is that much different. Holy means different. He is that much different than anything we could ever think, anything we could ever conceive of, or anything that is in his creation that he made. And that is how amazing and set apart he is. He is holy, holy, holy. He's our heavenly father. How personal is that? We get to call him dad. You know, I'm blessed to have two little kids. I've got a four-year-old little boy, got a two-year-old little girl. Man, they're wild, I'll tell you. They're crazy. The household is flipping out all the time. That's just how we roll. But when I think about that, it's been a very blessed, blessed time that the Lord has given me with my kids because he has taught me something about my relationship with him being his son that I would have never learned had I not had children. What it means is we can go. I've got my four-year-old little boy. He'll run to daddy all the time and expect that daddy will make it okay. Daddy can, I, me, I can make it okay sometimes, but I can't make it okay all the time, but the Lord can. When we go to our Heavenly Father, He's going to make it right. He's going to take care of us. He's going to provide for us, and He's going to make a way for us. Last thing that I want to share that He says about Himself where we can find hope is His name, the great I am, period. I am, period. That's how He explains Himself in his totality, in his greatness, in his omnipotence, in his omnipresence, I am. He exists. He exists in power. He exists in authority. He exists in sovereignty. And that's what we can put our hope in, in a God that has that kind of power at his disposal, at his disposal, and that kind of loving good and intimacy directly toward us as individuals. So we have hope from who God is. That's our rock. That's our foundation. We also have hope in what he says about us, what identity statements he says over us. He says we're image bearers of God. You ever take, take a 30 seconds. Well, don't take 30 seconds because that'll be, feel like an eternity. Take five seconds. Just think about that. Each and every one of us 
is an image bearer of God. Doesn't that kind of change things a little bit? It does. And when we go into Walmart or we go into the grocery store or we drive down the road and somebody cuts us off, they're image bearers too. All right? We got to love on them. We got to love on them. We're children of God. Taking that Heavenly Father reference one step further. We're, we're little kids. It's okay. God, when He came down in the form of Jesus, He said, let the little ones come to me. That's because that's our relationship with God. He's the king, but he's also our father. We have access to him. You know, he's not a king that's far off that we can't get close to. He's a king that's our father. We can kneel down, pray, can do windshield prayer in the truck, wherever you're doing, whatever. You can connect with your father. It's important that we realize that we are children. We're forgiven. We're redeemed. We're bought. We're purchased. We have value. You know, uh, something that I really, really, really push into is the fact that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, I referenced driving in here from Hendersonville. I mean, just you guys can't see it. Y'all are looking at the church, but everybody turn around and look at that real quick. I mean, you can't even see the full mountain there, but God made that. Okay. And he made us. Okay. And if he makes things that's that cool and makes us that's that cool, we got a purpose. We have a mission. God calls us to make disciples of all nations. We are on mission. We have a reason to be here, people. We can't just shirk that off, push that off, and go through kind of lackadaisically going through life. We've got to stay on fire about that. We're no longer slaves to sin. We're more than conquerors, okay? When things seem hard, when temptation's crushing you on every side, you are more than a conqueror. Your chains have already been broken. All right? Remember that. Your chains have already been broken. You don't have to go back to the same temptation that keeps eating your lunch day after day after day. You're more than a conqueror. You're a new creation in Christ. New. Anybody like a new car? Anybody like a new house? New stuff's cool. We like new stuff. We are new. When we accepted Christ and the Holy Spirit indwelled us and came to live with us, we're new. We're eternal. Let's go. Somebody needs to hear this. Let's go. So we can put our hope in who God is. We can trust him. We can put our hope in who he says we are, what our identity is through him. And even more than that, we can put our hope in the fact that the tomb is empty. All right? The tomb is empty. And if you hadn't noticed, if you're a born-again Christian, the Holy Spirit's living inside of you, and that resurrection power that could raise Jesus from the dead, it's right here. It's right here. Same power. I like that. Thank you. Same power. Absolutely. And if it can raise Jesus from the dead, it can help you where you're at. There's hope. There's hope. And we need to share that hope with those around us. You know, Jesus didn't go to the cross for nothing. He didn't. He went for you. He went for you. He went for you. He went for all y'all. Maybe not those youngins over there. No, I'm just kidding. You guys too. He loves y'all. He went there for me. It wasn't comfortable. All right. The cross was not comfortable. 
next time we're, we're, you know, hanging out on the sofa and just vegging in front of Netflix or whatever we do to relax and unwind and find a place of comfort, that's okay. Enjoy it, but don't dwell in it. Wasn't comfortable on the cross. It wasn't comfortable leading up to the cross. None of that was easy. And God doesn't call us to lead an easy, comfortable life either. There are times of comfort. Yes, enjoy that. The Lord blesses and he provides. But don't dwell there. Embrace the sanctification that's challenging. Embrace the sanctification that grows us, that stretches us, that's uncomfortable. And because the tomb is empty, and because we have the resurrection power living inside of us, we, we can't just rest on our laurels and not share it. We can't. We have to get outside of ourselves, outside of our heads, outside of our lives, outside of our church doors, and share Jesus with those around us. How much do we have to... J- Think about this, guys. Wrap your minds around it. How much do we have to hate someone to not try to impact their eternity? If we believe that there is a heaven and we believe that there is a hell and that people who believe in Christ go to heaven and people who do not go to hell, if we believe that, how much do we have to hate those around us to not get out of our comfort zones when it's socially awkward, when it doesn't feel good, when we don't like it, when it doesn't fit into my schedule, how much do we have to hate these people that are around us not to share Jesus with them? So guys, that's my encouragement to all of us. There's hope. Jesus is coming back. Let's go. We got work to do in the meantime. Let's grab that hope. Guys, we got a lot of people here tonight. And it'd be naive of me to think that we're all born-again believers. Let's, let's all bow our heads. We're going to have an invitation here real quick. If you're here tonight, and you heard what we just talked about, about Jesus and the tomb, maybe that's new to you. doesn't have to be. Hope's available for you. Hope's available for all of us. His name's Jesus. He went to the cross, lived a perfect life before that because we're sinful and we're deprived. And that separated us from God who is 100% light and 100% holy. And the only way that we can be reconciled to God and redeemed is through that man, Jesus Christ and his death. But it didn't stop there. We talked about an empty tomb. He's raised again. And if you say, Andrew, I want to accept, I want to accept Jesus into my heart. I need that hope. The world's crushing in on me. I need that hope. Just pray this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I need you. Lord, I'm broken. I'm messy. I don't have it all together. I know I try to put it on like I do, but I don't. I need you. I know I've sinned. I've separated myself from you. And I trust your truth that Jesus is the only way for us to be reconciled. 
So Jesus, come into my life. Make me a new creation. And Lord, I thank you for it. Now with every head still bowed, every eye still closed, if anyone just prayed that prayer, just sneak your hand up for me. Nobody looking around. Praise God. All right, everyone look up at me. You guys feel like you got a little bit of hope? You guys have a mission in front of you? Is there work to be done? All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to our good man, Daniel, and y'all have a fantastic night of worship here. And that is the show, guys. Appreciate y'all tuning in and joining us. Uh, If you're interested in booking myself or Daniel Jones or Brandon McMinn uh, here at the Full Power Team for any of your events, the easiest way to do that is just drop us an email, connect at wearefullpower.org. Again, that's connect at wearefullpower.org. And uh, we'd love to uh, see you at your event. So any guys, way guys, no further ado, you're loved, you're sent. And uh, as you're kind of getting on out of here, don't go too quickly because we've got a couple videos over here uh, that YouTube thinks you're going to like and we think you're going to like too. And as always, help us out and subscribe by clicking down below. And uh, we'll catch you on the next video. God bless.